8-Bit Cat Show, a place where friends geek out over the nerdy things we love, sometimes with cats. Meow. I'm your host, Stephanie Katz. With us, as always, we've got Zach. Hi. Peter. Hi. And Tom. Hey. Oh? No. <laughs> this is What You're Watching on the 8-Bit Cat Show. Um, we got the trailer for Lightyear. Not to be confused with any sort of a Toy Story movie. Lightyear. Lightyear. <laughs> Uh, it is the story of Buzz Lightyear, but it's not a Toy Story movie. I think we've all decided that the premise of this movie is this is definitely the movie right before Andy's birthday where he's like, Mom, the only thing I want for my birthday is the Buzz Lightyear action figure doll. Oh, absolutely. 100%, right? Yeah, he yeah. watched the movie. You know he's stationed up in the Gamma Quadrant in Sector 4, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's supposed to come out next year, which is pretty exciting, so we don't have that long to wait. Honestly, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think there's going to be some exciting stuff. They did not give us very much in the trailer, which I'm kind of happy for, too. I don't want a lot of spoilers. Give me, just give, Show me it's going to look pretty. Give me some interesting stuff. He has hair. If Chris Evans could figure out how to finish a catchphrase, we'd all be cool. <laughs> I don't think that's his fault. I think it's editing. I'm just saying. Do infinity. Uh, yeah, that, it was very unsatisfying. That's all I'm gonna say. Also, finger touch. I'll be right here. Oh, I thought we were all doing a thing, and Tom didn't no. do it with us. No, no, we weren't doing a thing. No. I'm so disappointed in like, all of you. Um, it's fine. My favorite part about this is that this definitely means that they couldn't get Chris Evans to voice the toys, so they went with Tim Allen. If, canonically in the Toy Story universe that's what that would mean is that they're like oh man we can't actually afford the guy that did the voice for the movie so What's we're gonna have Tim Allen do the voice <laughs> though honestly alright so stay with me on this okay. I'm with you um, obviously the obviously Pixar the Toy Story movies are animated correct uh-huh. mm-hmm. so that means that anything that looks animated in that thing is actually real uh-huh. So is this a live-action movie in the Toy Story universe? I'm going to go with yes. So I second that yes. So we think it's a live-action movie, not an animated movie. It's a live-action movie in the Toy Story universe. Yes. So they had some great fucking CGI in the Toy Story universe. Because <laughs> that shit looked real. So real. Honestly, well, they all look like more real characters than anybody that was in Toy Story because the technology has come way farther than that first movie that they ever did there. Right? Like, so, go back and watch the first Toy Story. So hear um, me out. All the kids at Andy's birthday party are just Andy in different <laughs> yes, colored shirts just, because yes. they couldn't because they I couldn't could. afford anymore. Okay, so I'm hear hearing out. you out. Right. Hear me out. Is this a movie that Andy saw or is this a real life thing? And which inspired Buzz Lightyear? No. Buzz Lightyear is not a real person. They've already come out and said that Chris Evans has even said that. Buzz Lightyear is a character in in like in in a movie. Or maybe not even movies, but like he he probably has comic books and shit like that too. Yeah, like just like this is probably his Marvel Cinematic Universe debut, but in the Toy Story universe. No, I'm saying like in the Toy Story universe, Buzz Lightyear is a real person. No, he's no. just a character. He's all just like he's, just he's a purely character. just a character. He's purely a fictional character in the Toy Story universe. Just just like how how Woody had like his his own show 
it's like the same. But that was like a real, you know. It was a real show yeah, with show. puppets yeah. that looked like Woody. No, right. I thought it was like it was Woody's Roundup. No, I thought it, was, it wasn't puppets. No, it, it was, was puppets. Oh, it was, it was all puppets, yeah. It, it was basically. It was the literal toy so the kids would go out and buy it. It was toy. basically yeah. Howdy Doody. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, the other, the only reason I asked that is because it'd be cool, you know, if all those like three little alien things sort of go, ooh. <laughs> oh, they actually showed up? Yeah. They were actual aliens? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that'd be kind of cool. But no, uh, this is a fictional story that takes place in the fictional universe of Toy Story. Shucks. Buzz Lightyear is not real, or else that that would have some insane implications for the state of space travel and technology in Toy Story, and that we'd never seen any sort of advancement, but they had sent a dude to space, and then he's in hyperspace and shit like that. So yeah. yes, it's a fictional story I in mean, the fictional universe not really, of Toy Story. I mean, if you, if you took it in the context of if it was real in that universe... That would be like for like astronauts and you know governments and stuff to be able to do like hyperspace travel and do all that stuff in there. So it would still be somewhat plausible that you I know Andy go- and everybody wouldn't be able to get into space and be able to do that because it hasn't become mainstream technology yet. Well, maybe not, but you'd see other advancements instead of guys driving around in shitty Toyotas. No, mm. no, because I mean, no, you definitely would. No, I really. You definitely would. No, I think you would. I don't think so. Do you think of all the advancements that have happened in our world just because NASA trying to do shit? We have self-driving cars, but they don't even fucking—they're not on the road. Like I'm talking about, like I'm talking about, like Velcro and Tang and shit like that. But things that actually affects our lives. But what would they have that would be so advanced in in their society that we wouldn't have in ours? Did you see his fucking spacesuit? What about it? That's what I'm saying. They, 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 they should have more advanced technology than ours. Though I was well, gonna, I was gonna defend you until you <laughs> made that point. Because I was gonna be like, well, maybe because maybe that's why they have such an emphasis on space stuff. Because like they have Pizza Planet, their favorite pizza place yeah, is all space. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you have a bunch of different themes. So maybe, but have, no, but they they have confirmed that it is a fictional story that takes place in the Toy Story. I universe. hate that they confirmed it. If they just let it, yeah. run, that'd be great. But they confirmed it. Damn. No, because mostly because people were like. This doesn't make any sense. What, Buzz Lightyear's not a guy. Buzz Lightyear's a toy. And you're like, the, the whole fucking point is, where do you think the toy came from, you goddamn morons? Yeah, it's literally because people were like having a fit on the internet because they didn't understand. God, I hate that. People are so dumb. I fucking hate that. Just leave it up to context, you know? Yeah, watch the movie. Watch why don't, why don't movie. you wait to watch the movie and see yeah. what happens? I, I'm almost positive, and I could be wrong on this, so... Um, but Take it with I a grain think- of salt. You take it with a grain of salt, but I think that most of the people that were freaking out about it, mm. like, aren't in our age group. What age? What, what age group would they be in? Like the 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 in between us and like the younger kids, like that. Like the true millennials. <laughs> the the younger millennials. We're <laughs> elder millennials. <laughs> we're the beginning stages of millennials. That's what we are. Yes, we are the elder millennials. <laughs> This would be like, yeah, like the... 20-year-olds. The, 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 the young 20-year-olds. Yeah, like the right, the tail end, the young millennials kind of going into the, the Gen, Gen Z, is that The eight-year-olds who just saw Toy Story and been like, oh, I love Toy Story. Yeah, the, the ones that didn't see Toy Story in theaders, they saw it for the first time on in... like a DVD. Like a DVD. <laughs> yeah, and not even on VHS, which it came out on VHS right. first. <laughs> I owned a Toy Story VHS. She was legit until it died. Died because it was fucking VHS. <laughs> yeah, my dad. And also, I watched it ten thousand times. Yeah, that's probably why I died. Yeah, my dad told me that I need to um, 
get one of those programs that converts like your VHS to DVDs because I have so many like dance videos and home videos and stuff that it's like those are going to rot if I don't yep. preserve Those are all going away, yes. So, so yes, we're excited. It seems like we're excited for light year. Yeah, just, it looks like it's going to be good. I'd like to enjoy drinking a light beer while watching light year. <laughs> I would just like there, this there. to actually be like like legit like real in the Toy Story universe you know that'd be cool no they already fucked it up that doesn't seem like it was gonna be I think it'd be cool maybe hey maybe that was all just a red herring and it totally is gonna be real and that none of it actually took place on earth and it was all on Mars that had been terraformed okay yeah Toy Story Toy Story happened 10,000 years in our future yeah that screws up that whole Pixar theory, though, because that would then that would mean that it happened all after the events of Wally. Yep, that's what I'm wanting. Wally. Anyway, what's our next thing here? Um, so I've been watching this show called Ghost. Is it scary? No. Oh. Um, it's weekly. It comes out weekly. It's on CBS, and uh, I've been watching it on Paramount Plus because we don't have cable. But um, it's a comedy. Um, and it's Cut the basically. Courts. It's about this. Um, Is it about ghosts? Young, yeah. This young couple who um, she inherits her. I think it's her aunt or her great aunt or something passed away, so she inherits this house, um, and it's haunted. But at first, like they can't see the ghost at all, and then um, she like basically falls and hit her head, and now she can see the ghost. So she's the only one that can can interact with them. But everybody else knows that it's still haunted. Like, they can see the effects of the ghosts, but she's the only one that well, actually it's see the not, ghosts. It's not like Patrick Swayze and ghosts where he, like, can manipulate things. Like, they're terrible ghosts. They're really bad at being ghosts. But Like, they can't even clink chains? or No, they're, like, really bad. But um, it's kind of like the, these various people that have died on the property throughout the years. So mm. there's um, a Viking. You have There's a Native American. Where is this house located? <laughs> Uh, upstate New York. Uh, okay, that actually sort of tracks. All right, um, all right, it sort of tracks. <laughs> uh, they refer to her as a robber baron, but it's basically the original lady that owned the property. Um, Could be a robber baron. Yeah, she. Uh, that's what I'm saying. She identifies as a robber baron, but she's the uh, like original. She's the that, original owner of the house. Right. I put air quotes because Native American. Um, there's a hippie chick that... She, the Native American didn't own the house. Probably just got the land stolen from them by the... They just owned the land. They didn't actually um, own the house. But they didn't a, own the land. They the, were just on it. There's a hippie chick that got mauled by a bear. Um, there's a... It's problematic, Tom. A bootlegger from the, like... A bootlegger? 19- Legger? Oh. From the 1920s. Um, there's a camp counselor that got shot in the neck with an arrow so he's got like he has an arrow why is there the whole time. but why why were they having a camp at this house i don't know i want to know why this guy is here i think she's just nuts it sounds like she's got brain damage i don't think there's actually ghosts <laughs> it could be true she, she fell and hit her head and then she could see the ghosts i think she's got brain damage now I need to watch this show. I gotta figure out if she has brain damage. Now or the show is just her just watching ghosts and being like interacting with them and everything. But like the reality of in season like, two is her husband having her committed. The, yeah, like the right, husband's like, reality is just her just going. Like, <laughs> the ghosts actually like help out a lot. So like the whole thing is they're like, oh well, you know, it's a really big because it's basically like a mansion, and they're like, we don't need all this space. So what if we turn this into like a cute little bed and breakfast? Um, 
And the ghosts are like, no, don't do that. And she basically talks them into like, no, this will actually be really good for everybody. So the next door neighbors who are like the big snobby posh people that are like on the councils of everything, they, they're like, no, we don't want you turning this to like some swanky hotel and like having all these like, you know, people coming up here making all this noise or whatever. And so like the they invite them over for dinner to, um, you know, kind of try and talk everything out. And at one point, the it's uh, Samantha and Jay. They get up to go. Forget what they're going to go do, basically. But the snobby neighbors are talking, and the ghosts are listening in. And they come back, and they're like, "Hey, so this thing that they told you you couldn't do, it turns out that they did the thing." Um, and then basically, Sam and Jay can use that against them. Ah, uh, so they're getting a little blackmail. Right, mm. right. Great. But How could they really possibly funny. know this? Ghosts. And in reality, the husband's just watching his wife going, hey. oh <laughs> Sorry, just dark humor. Sorry, everybody. Again, also problematic. <laughs> you guys are awful. It's a really funny, cute show. No, actually, I, I kind of want to see the show now, but Tom, Tom took a, a, it's, it's a dumb premise. It's in my head now. Tom took a dumb premise and, and took it way is, too far there. Season way two is just the freaking you know husband. What? Just they, sad. They can kind of interact because... Um, Odinfin, that's his name. The Viking. Or, sorry, Thorfinn. Thorfinn? Thorfinn, the Viking. He, um, He's a Thoraco man. <laughs> he can kind of make the lights go wonky. And in this lap, last episode, he was messing with the lights and accidentally set the gazebo on fire. He, he messes with the lights? How does the Viking even know how to mess with a light? I mean, it's Thor, so he can mess with lights. Oh, ah. There we go. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> I, d- I refuse to accept that. I mean, Whatever. Go watch the show. <laughs> you go watch the show. Actually, I, I have been. I, I, I might. Actually, it sounds, checking it, it out. It sounds intriguing. Fine. The whole time I'm keep making my joke, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. Just a little bit of rain damage. Yeah, just, just the husband's going to be in the background. Just <laughs> my life's so hard now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I'm going to take care of her saying. and my job. <laughs> Thank God for coronavirus so I can work at home. Anyway. Oh my God, the fucking um, dark humor. And then we finally <laughs> got the actual trailer for Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Boop. Cowboy Boop. Yeah. Anybody too familiar with the earlier coming, episodes? Coming in next Netflix. Boop. November nineteenth. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, that's and like the anime is, uh, is two weeks already from now. up, mm-hmm. so you can go watch the original if you want to so on that ahead of time. Netflix has the uh, rights to the original anime, and now it's on Netflix. Oh, nice. I need well, to they have the now. license. I don't know if they have the rights. Well, license, whatever. But they, Cowboy Bebop, the original anime, is now streaming on Netflix. Yes. I do need to catch up on that. I but, love mine. He's my favorite part. <laughs> of course, you would be. And I'm really excited for John Cho just to go. What the actual fuck? It's funny. I don't know why it entertains me, but it's it is weird seeing Harold in space. Where's Kumar? Apparently, Kumar. Are they gonna go to a space white castle? <laughs> I swear to God, it would be funny. If there's gonna have to be at up. least one Harold and Kumar reference in there somewhere, right? No, no. There's no. gotta have. They, they're gonna do something they subtle. Make, did they make one in Star Trek? Yes. No. They did. When? What was the reference? To I can't Trek? remember. No, I know they did. They definitely did. They made uh, what was it? They did. It was something stupid. But I'm sure there'll, there'll be something. There'll be something subtle at least in the background. Ooh, maybe Neil Patrick Harris will make a cameo. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that would be amazing. Yeah. 
show up out of nowhere. Well, but, I'm excited. Oh, but still be Let's Neil Patrick Harris. It looks really good. Um, um I will say yeah, I I did like the the it definitely looks like the anime. Mm-hmm. They're all in their right outfits, at least at some points. But it's great. And Ayn looks good. Because I'm pretty sure that's a CGI corgi, and it looks pretty damn real. I mean, they probably used a real corgi for some of the parts. You can train a corgi pretty well, I will say. Is that why the queen has 20 of them? Yes. (laughs) They breed like rabbits, and they're easy to train. But apparently the queen lets them shit all over the carpets of Buckingham Palace. They just just shit and piss all over the carpets, and it's somebody's job to just go up behind them and clean it up. Because she's the queen, and they're her dogs. She's like... Clean that shit up. And they're like, yes, 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 Why yes. doesn't she have someone take them for walks? Oh, she does. But when you have 20 corgis, they're going to shit on the floor. I guess that's true. We have eight cats, and they have accidents. Hey, she's not nearly as crazy as her sister, Princess Margaret. God rest her soul, of course. She nice. used to start every morning with a gin and tonic. A stiff gin and tonic. I mean, why not? Um, but she'd started her morning at 11 a.m., because she was out normally until 4 a.m. partying with her uh, husband. I mean, she wasn't going to be queen. Uh, she was actually supposed to be queen. But she married a commoner, so... they. So she wasn't going to be queen. So, yeah, they took that away from her. And now they've changed the rules. Yes, because her... Because Queen Elizabeth thought that was dumb. No, it was because of what happened with Princess Diana. Because she thought that was dumb. Actually, it's nothing to do with thinking it was dumb. Diana was murdered. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh my god. Okay. okay. Speaking, <laughs> speaking oh, no. of weird conspiracies. Tangent time. <laughs> We're going a hard tangent here. Speaking of weird conspiracies, apparently new information has come out in the John Bonet Ramsey slaying mm-hmm, case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on? That case. I didn't hear it's anything 20 about this. years old. Mm-hmm. What happened? The photographer that was always taking pictures, he ended up getting caught with like porn, like child porn at a freaking uh, guest Wi-Fi on some random restaurant that he was at. And he was accepting and downloading images from there. So they found him out that way. And I guess somebody was watching him for a while. Or at least he just stumbled upon where he was doing it. And somebody at the restaurant was like, why are these random freaking pictures being downloaded to my Wi-Fi? And then they checked him out and was like, oh, fuck. You know, and then... Yeah, they figured out who it was, and then after that, they went on a fucking search, and I think they were trying to find some shit, so. Oh, shit. So they haven't actually, nothing conclusive yet, yeah. but they have new, le- new leads in yeah. the John Bonet Ramsey case. Because he was the photographer, and he would take pictures of her at her modeling thing, and then also not at her modeling stuff. And there's apparently recorded audio of him making a phone call where he, pretty much right after her death, where he's definitely crying and like making, saying some weird shit. Yeah. They haven't released the full transcript of the audio, but apparently there's some weird shit that goes on to that. So new leads. Again, sorry, I don't know why. I just saw that today. I'm like, what the fuck is going I'm gonna on? I'm going to have to get you like a fidget spinner yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm going to fidget with this. Please do. Um, You're going to ruin But anyway, so I know that was a weird... Sorry for the tangent, but I think we might finally have justice. Hopefully. Diana was murdered. What? Oh, 100%. Sorry. Oh, God, every time. 100%. <laughs> I really want to see that movie Spencer. With Kristen Stewart. Yeah. We talked about a couple of episodes. Is that the one about Diana? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It looks interesting. Maybe they'll tell us how she got murdered. <laughs> so Kristen Stewart. Uh, Jet fuel might time. melt still beams, but Diana was definitely murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
You know what uh, Pink Floyd and Princess Diana have in uh, common? Do I want to know? They believe in the firmament? Uh, no, their last big hit was The Wall. <laughs> this is stupid. What? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that made me sad. <laughs> that, that, honestly, that was the... Was, what? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good joke. I just said it was one. Oh, we're on a dark humor episode today, huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're in a bad mood, apparently, up in here. Um, and Peter, Pe- thoughts? Peter's just silently nodding along. Uh, I uh, On anything? <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> Spencer looks- she said thoughts, not regrets. <laughs> <laughs> um... So they also released the trailer for Masters of the Universe Part 2. Mm-hmm. Don't what? go watch it if you don't want to know what's going to happen because it is spoiler, spoiler, spoiler Yeah, it's 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 pretty... It, yeah, honestly, whoever made that, it was pretty stupid. It's It gives a lot away. A lot away. Pretty much everything away. Pretty, pretty much everything probably away. out of necessity after the internet threw a fit after the first part. Well, yeah, they're like, well, the well, actually, come watch this one. We, we promise He-Man's actually in this one. <laughs> Sorry, spoilers. He-Man's in this one. I mean, fuck that. <laughs> the way they did it was I just... want Caveman He-Man. Give me. Give me all the Caveman He-Man. It was just pretty fucking stupid. Hey, I think the show's we can doing all... <laughs> what? I think the show is fine overall. I liked it. Oh. Honestly, I really enjoyed the first part. Sorry, he went. To, he went, you got. You both went to go talk at the same time, so I couldn't hear you, Peter. Anything with Mark Hamill in it, though, I'm going to be okay with. That's true. Again, we always we had this conversation on a prior episode. Go watch it. Um, and when we were was talking it about it, episode two, I think. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Oh, sorry, yeah. A couple episodes now. What are we on? Like, episode two, Attack of the Clones. This is episode thirteen. Thirteen, because we skipped a one because we last week. Oh yeah. <laughs> Unlucky number 13. In case you're wondering why there was no episode last week, apparently we had massive equipment failure because I upgraded my computer to Windows 11. Oh, sorry. I was was bleeping that for you. And it reset everything so the settings weren't correct. So, yay us. You should just post the episode with no audio. (laughs) So someone can just voice over the audio. I just... Delete. You oh, delete it. You deleted it. Well, I mean, I can probably go get it out of like the trash bin you or whatever. Save that at least. <laughs> it was a great episode. You guys missed. I think it was our best yeah, episode it was the ever. Best episode Honestly. ever. It truly was. And that's what our title <laughs> should be for that one. Bad. Best episode ever. And it's just silent <laughs> for thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, and then just somebody on the internet's gonna make up random voices and just talk about random shit. <laughs> Uh, I fully support that. That's kind of why I want to release that. Uh, but it's going to be really hard to edit without any sound. <laughs> well, you wouldn't edit it. You would just post it. Yeah, you just post it. Yeah. There's yeah. random things that happen. All of a sudden, we'd be sitting here like this and just like... Ah! Of like three and a half hours? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> three fine. and a half hours of us just doing stupid shit. I'll just take like... Yeah, instead of doing it separate how we've been doing it, I just put it all together. You just lump it. It's a silent movie. <laughs> Do with it what you will. But... Um, Again, I, I like the first part. The second part, because it seems like we're going to know exactly what happens already, seems interesting at least. They, yeah. there's, there's enough that they didn't show us that we'll be able to, like, oh, I don't know what they're going to say, I guess. We could dialogue at least, but we, we got all we the major know, plot points. We don't know how certain things are going to happen. There are a couple of things you're like, wait, how did that happen? Also, why are they showing that to me? That shouldn't They shouldn't have showed that to me. Yeah. Because now I'm just confused about how it happened. 
But now that I know that it definitely does happen, so there's can, no stakes or consequences. Can I throw in a random aside? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, we do that all the time. <laughs> y'all know Tiger King 2 is coming? Is he out of prison yet? No. No, no. They, they're just cutting together more of the footage that they took in the, from the first one, Bro. and they're creating a second one. So yeah. not only is Tiger 2... Tiger King 2 coming, but the Baskins are suing Netflix and the production company because they they feel that, one, they were misrepresented in the first one. What, as a murderer? And two... (laughs) Because she's a murderer? That has a lot to do with it, yeah. And then two, because they feel... um, (laughs) So were those tigers. They didn't agree to like have footage used for a sequel. Yeah, well, Karen Baskins... So it's a breach of contract. Well, it doesn't matter. Carol Baskins killed her first husband. That definitely is a thing. <laughs> she put pheromones on his shoes, and that motherfucker got mauled by a tiger. Okay, according it hasn't to, been proven in court. According to Zoombies, allegedly, Zoom, isn't what was it? Zoombies two we just watched. Like lions, like just clean the bones. You'll never find anything. Now that's pigs. Pigs will actually eat the bones. You want to get rid of a body? Oh, that's I mean, exactly. wait a second. <laughs> Carol Baskins allegedly. Sorry, killed. Her. You're right. Allegedly. All of that was all very allegedly. Very allegedly. She did it. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> like bitch Carol Baskin. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. She killed her husband. Allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> um, Pretty sure she did it. Allegedly. So I put down December 29th, but I don't know if that's actually the correct date now because I accidentally deleted it was it December 29th to do something else but we're getting the book of Boba Fett it was December 29th hi Mr. Kitty the book of yeah, Boba Fett Boba Fett Boba Fett Boba Fett did you watch the trailer yeah okay. we watched it oh my god that was the only one I didn't watch with you I didn't watch it oh uh it seems interesting yeah yeah he's definitely he's, ta- he's taking like a different approach like instead of being like a if you don't follow me I'm gonna murder you he's trying to be like Hey, let's work together and have some. I just noticed effect. that your Mandalorian shirt doesn't actually have the Mandalorian on it. It's got Boba Fett on it. No, it's not even Boba Fett. It's uh, Cobb. It's the dude wearing his armor. Yeah. It's the dude where it's it's Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, Timothy ju- Oliphant. I just realized now that it, I can't remember. It's the Marshall. Yeah, Marshall episode. Cobb. Marshall. It's not Marshall Cobb. That's definitely. But I mean, that's no, definitely no, the guy from Tombstone. I never understand. Why it's not the Mandalorian? But I was like, well, whatever. I uh, know I like it. It's cool. But I'm like, that, wait, I was just no because uh, we're Cobb talking Vance. about it. What? Cobb Vance. That was Cobb Vance. All right. Because who's Marshall? There's a Marshall Cobb though. Like that's from a different western though. Marshall sure. Cobb. Let me find out. It's 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 either. Uh, wow, that didn't... It, it's either like Tombstone or... Um, Don't think it's Tombstone. It's not Tombstone. Clint Eastwood's movies? No, it's not a Clint Eastwood one. I think it's got Gene Hackman in it, actually. But Gene Hackman is not Marshall Cobb. Oh. Marshall Cobb. Oh, Jesus. Marshall's near me. No, I'm not, that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> the FBI van is going to be very curious as to what you're looking at. <laughs> I'm actually not seeing anything for Marshall Cobb. I think he just, he just brought up Cobb that. Vanth again. Yeah. Hmm. He just basically told himself a lie so convincingly that he thought it was true. <laughs> he did. 
the Cobb County Fire Marshal. Anyway. My name is Marshall Cobb. (laughs) (laughs) So, we talked about it on the episode with no sound. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell people that. But Tom finally saw June, so now we can have a real discussion. Yeah. Tom saw Dune. (laughs) Yeah, because the last one I didn't see Dune, and I was hating you guys for... For spoiling all of the Dunes? No, just, just watching it. And you have not, you had not seen it. Yeah, because I wanted to go see it on Saturday, you know, or now, like on Friday when it first came out. Other things happened. Yes. Yeah, yeah and, and then other crap happened, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I was like, yeah, "All right, well, I guess I'm gonna have to wait." Life not only finds a way; life finds a way to get in yeah. the way. Yeah. So I was like, "Ah, well, darn." And so uh, yeah, and then I finally saw it uh, Sunday. yesterday. Sunday. 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 Thoughts. Great. Is really good. All right, so let's, uh, for a little uh, backstory mm-hmm. for everybody uh, listening uh, and watching, um, what is your, I want to I go through everybody here, what's your relationship with the Dune series? I watched the movie with Sting one time. That's the, <laughs> that's, that's the only interaction you've ever had with the Dune universe. Before this yeah, movie. Before yeah. this movie. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Uh, Peter, what about you? About the same. I had seen the original movie, but it had been so long ago that I don't really remember much. Yeah. And I believe me and Tom are on the same page that we've both poured through all of the books. books. Um, I haven't. I haven't read all of like the prequel. All the one, I haven't read all the ones written by Brian Herbert, but I haven't read yeah. a couple. Um, I've, I've read. Some, I haven't read any of those. But you've read all of the books by Frank Herbert. Yes. And you saw the original movie probably more than once. And I've also seen the sci-fi original and series as well. The mini. The mini series. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. So we've both consumed pretty much every Dune piece of media that exists. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I just want to make sure everybody knows where we're coming from <laughs> on this. I think we have a good mix General, of things yeah. here. Yeah. But. Um, that's why I was really sad that Tom hadn't seen it either because I wanted to nerd out over, over Dune with him for a little so bit. So before you guys like go into nerd out, I wanna I wanna tell a quick internet story. Internet, internet story. story. A story that a story that I saw on the internet. Okay. So there apparently, stories on the internet? um, yeah, lots of stuff on there. Man. Everything you find on the internet. True. So apparently, there mm-hmm. was this couple, and they went to go see Dune. Uh-huh. This um, noon movie, correct? Yeah. Okay. And. She was saying how, like, a couple seats over, there was definitely someone trying to record, like, a bootleg version of it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And the part where the sand worm, like, comes out. Mm -hmm. Mm Shyalud. And you see the whole thing. Um, Apparently, her boyfriend just screams out, The Great Butthole! (laughs) (laughs) So, I just... I want to share that with now you. Now I really want. Now I really want to find that bootleg copy <laughs> and, and watch that. Because I really hope you hear in the background the great butthole. That's what she said. She's like, man, I really hope. I really need to try and find that bootleg now. Even if even if I get caught for piracy, I want to find that bootleg. Just well, how would they even bother making a bootleg though? It was yeah, it's on HBO. HBO. You can see it. Well, yeah, but yeah. anyway, what if you don't have HBO? There's, um, a, there's, I, I literally was on YouTube and I saw like already like one of those movie recaps. Of Dune yeah, from yeah, the yeah. HBO series. Go quick. Because they just like took it off. But anyway, um, speaking of the great butthole, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was definitely one change from the uh, both both the original cover art and the 1985 movie. 85 mm-hmm. or 84? I'm not sure. Early 80s. Um, the mid-80s. early 80s movie. Um, yeah. Mid-80s. I don't yeah, know. Mid-80s. It's mid-80s. But 
there was definitely a um in that movie and i believe and even in like the original um cover art for the books there was definitely a uh more of a tinge toward the vaginal on the uh uh sandworm design and this one's definitely butthole yes but at the same time straight razor line sphincter my question how do they get the teeth because with the original dune it was you know an opening maw and mm. i could understand that teeth might fall out just due to rotation and stuff but with a butthole where does the teeth go how do they, oh, no, they, they they harvest the teeth when they killed the make when they kill the maker what from the small makers no how do they kill the big makers they die eventually and then break down into the little makers it's during their natural life cycle and they just collect those from the desert bro they find them in the desert 100 percent. i don't remember this pretty sure i don't remember this. i haven't gotten to that part in the book again i'm rereading too <laughs> i don't remember this part i'm 78 percent of another way through i haven't i, tr- I that truly part want yet. to know how they get the the actual teeth but they never i never really got i don't know if that's ever actually specifically explained, explained in the book yeah because it's kind of hard just everybody it, but, has one yeah I mean, I can understand if they found, like, a gigantic sandworm dead. Literally all the Fremen have them. Yeah, and then they went in and cultivated the sandworms, you know, and actually got them for parts. Chris knives. Yeah. But, I mean, like, going in and getting these parts, I wonder how they collect them. I'm not sure. The lifespan of those. Jesus Christ, Peter. Peter, are you okay? He died. Yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) Peter's back. All right. There he goes. I'd say like the lifespan of those ones are fucking hundreds of years. Thousands. Yeah, so like how could they... I don't know. It's very weird. There's a question that I've always had in my head. They're at least 3,000 years because Duke Leto II um, well, yeah, lives for 3,500 years yeah, as a sandworm. Yeah. So anyway, spoilers. What, how did you feel about the um, gender the, change of Chris? Uh, Liet or Wait. Kynes. Well, Kynes, Kynes, that's Kynes, it. They still referred to her as him. No, I didn't. Yeah, I think they said him. I don't think so. I don't remember hearing her. They, I actually don't believe they ever actually specifically mentioned Jenner. They just kept saying the, um, I think they the imperial that. planetologist. I thought they made it. They said him at one point in time, unless I was mistaken, and they just kind of. I think they might have said that. that because they assumed it was a man, yeah. and then they come up. That's and, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what. I, 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 I believe there was. You're right. There was a line where um, Duke Leto definitely says, we're, "We're we have to go meet the emperor's man." Yeah, and then they get there, and it's not, not a man. man. Yeah, but I mean, no one really cared. No, no. no again, like but, I said, but there is a very specific plot point in the book. It's very that depends. On, on yeah, kinds being a man, yeah, which but does I mean, it? Yes. No, I mean, I mean, from, sort from of. what it, I understand, it still it, will work out. It can kind of, sort of, ish. Spoilers, yeah. I mean, if it's um, if it was supposed to be her dad, you know, then it could be her mom. Yeah, well, yeah. Like I said, it can still work, but also, how do you hide a pregnancy from the Imperium? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of there, weird. There's there's some stuff that's gonna be that they're gonna have to explain with that change. I mean, they could have explained nine months of vacancy, like, being, said, like her out with the Fremen or like something. I said, it's extremely plausible and extremely possible, but it is, and I have no issue with it. And uh, I can't remember the actress, but she was a she did a great yeah, job. Was... I thoroughly enjoyed. The only thing I didn't like about Liette Dashkinds. Um, is they changed the death. 
Yeah, I mean the death in in the book, and then also I just reread the death in, in the book again, and it's it's a really powerful scene because yeah. it the problem is it really does actually there's a lot of exposition in that scene. It really gives away the whole plan of the Fremen and Kinds and everything like that, and it discusses it in pretty much in detail. Yeah, and then he blows up in a badass fashion. But I mean, that was the whole thing. I think the difference between the movie and the books is the books were very very heavy on what the future holds yeah and so when you're reading you would get the the princess and she would be I the think, narrator for the future yeah. and, and you would figure out a plan and you would be able to look back and say oh i see how things are progressing which which is because you're supposed to put you a little bit in the mindset of paul yes but we also haven't gotten to the part where paul can really see the future yet we, yeah. we just, he just gets glimpses right now we're literally about to get to that part and that's where it ends it's like and again i don't know i think if you're going to do it as a two-parter, mm-hmm. that was the exact right spot to end it. Yeah. But, fuck, that's the, the, the next part. It's so good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the but, next part is where it starts to... I, I laughed because we were sitting in the theater together. And the movie's over. And she turns to me and looks and goes, that was intense. That was a good movie. That was yeah, intense. intense. And I go, I it scared. literally has not even started to get intense yet. <laughs> The crazy shit is literally just about to happen now. I mean, overall, visually great. Music and the direction I'm, was good. Oh, the the music was amazing. There was some. There was there. It, they did a great job of making you feel really alienated and weird through the music. Um, the visual visually, I liked the, what they did the sandworms. Again, it was different, mm-hmm. but I liked what they did with it. They nailed the fuck out of the ornithopters. Yeah. They nailed the ornithopters. Yeah. They were perfect. Those, those that's ex- were actually pretty That's cool. pretty much exactly what I've always envisioned in my mind. I mean, watching the the way they made the spice seem real. Yes. That was cool. Like, in the air, like, the particles. Mm-hmm. That was pretty legit. I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, they did a pretty good job with that, too. And I liked, um, because most of the stuff that you got, like, in the first 45 minutes of the movie... If the cat didn't fuck that up. Yeah. No, we're uh, good. We're good. Everything's fine. Most of what you got in like the first 45 minutes of the movie, you get only like in flashbacks and asides and stories like told to each other and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I actually really liked that they gave the full story in order. It, I think it worked really well in a cinema, in a cinematographic way. Yeah. That, you. that, because when reading the book, it's really, I like how he does it. It goes back and forth. It shows different scenes. It shows different perspectives from different people. Mm-hmm. And it's done really well. It doesn't, it doesn't lend itself well to a movie. And that's why none of the other media has ever been able to properly encapsulate it. Right. I like what he did. I think, he, I think Dennis Villanueva, mm-hmm. I believe that's his correct name, did a fantastic job with it. You can tell that this dude has poured through the books, has <laughs> seen the original 80s movie, a thousand times mm-hmm. has watched the sci-fi series at least a couple times. God, I mean, the, just the the minute differences between all of them, though. Like all the all the movies, like oh, yeah. just the sci-fi original, like that. That alone, like I would say, would be on par with the movie because it was pretty relevant. If they the had thing. given them a hundred million dollar budget, it would been it would have been just as good as this movie. Yes, yeah. If they had it going the way that it was, it would probably have been really good, but they didn't. They gave mm-hmm. it sci-fi, you know, original series kind of crap. So, yeah. I mean, even so for what it was, it was still a good. No, I liked it. Like I didn't say I didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. 
movie slash show. But I honestly, I, I think this has been the best. This this really is definitely the best translation of the original source material into a visual medium. I think they did a very good job. Yes. And, and I'm then, really excited for part two. Yes. I, I mean, cannot wait for some jihad. I mean, I don't think the jihad happens in part two, though. It happens right at the end of the at the first book. Starts they, they, at the, the end of the first. Yeah, book. they they head off into the universe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm just excited for spoilers. Um, I'm excited for the final battle there. I just coming into an Arakeen at the end there is gonna be legit. Also, Paul writing his first warm is gonna be fucking cool. Yeah. Because we got a, we got just a glimpse of a Fremen actually riding a worm right at the end there. Well, that's when they're supposed to get picked up. No, they don't. They, they don't get picked seats, up right? in the book. They don't get picked up. No. They, they, they walk because they walk the be, yeah, because the whole point is that's one of their. Um, they they have so many dew collectors and other stuff like that in that basin that they won't ever allow a maker into that basin. So they always have to walk into the siege. Oh, okay. Siege Tabir. Yeah. Tabir. 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 T A B R. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, it's definitely based on an Arabic word. You think you're going to have Arabic. an orgy scene? No. I don't know, but I just got to that part of the book when I was rereading it. <laughs> she just changed the spice liquor. Um, I'm almost there. And I was... Um, <laughs> there was a couple of things that I thought were um, just very subtle, small differences. Um, uh, like the uh, the fight with Jameis. Um, at the end there where... Um, where Paul becomes a man. Uh, I, th- I had it wrong in my head until I reread it. They don't actually strip down naked, but they do take off their still suits. Yes. And they're supposed to be inside. Yes. They're supposed to be in a cave. They're supposed to be in the cave, basically a water catch. Mm-hmm. And But they're supposed to take off their still suits and because that makes it more important that the winner of that of their, of their the right there gets the loser's water. and Because no, normally... Water belongs to the tribe, mm-hmm. but because you lose so much water fighting a dude without with your still suit off, you get all that guy's water, and you have, get his. They didn't. They didn't do, which is a really powerful scene and actually shows you a lot of stuff. They didn't do, and maybe they'll do it in the part two, but it really should have been in part one, and they could have ended. I think if they had ended it right after that, would have been better because um, the funeral of Jamis mm-hmm. is amazing because like. It's it's a definitely a holy right thing like that, and then they all you become a friend of Jameis, Jameis. I don't know. I'm gonna say it different every single time, just on purpose now. Um, <laughs> but basically, like they go through his shit, and no, well, Stilgar goes through the shit. and He goes, well, this goes to his wife, and this goes to his kids, and this goes to the guy that killed him, and now we're gonna go through, and this goes to me because I get to pick first pick because I'm in charge, and now the friends of Jameis come through and take his shit. And then Paul picks, is supposed to pick up his fucking guitar and play a song. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you're all world. But they're also supposed to have the naming ceremony. I think it would have been really good because they, they're supposed to be accepted into the tribe at that Well, at least Paul is. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be accepted into the tribe at that point. And they're supposed to give him his Fremen name, his Siege name, and then his Fremen name. Right. But in, if you, at the end of the movie, when he does kill Jameis, he actually says you're stuck with us or you're one of us now. Yeah. But, but like so I like said, it's kind of already like made, but, made real, but without the, but like I said, I think, but like I said, I think they could have just done a little bit more there and like put the name. I think the naming ceremonies, like the taking the name yeah, specifically but, would have been a really great place to end the movie for with, someone who, with him to go, I want to take the name Paul Muadib and then 
fade to black. Yeah. yeah, but for like someone who like doesn't know about any of that, I think that that would have been a weak ending for part one. Which I can agree to. I mean, I don't, okay, I don't think you would want to go into too much of the semantics of the book, especially for an ending of your movie. I think at the beginning of part two would like be... Said, yeah, I think, like I think open gonna, it up with that. I think yes. they're going to put it in there, but I think that like... I don't know. I, I would have been interested to see them. Because it was a much more powerful ending to have them walking across the desert carrying the dude's body than to be like, we're going to end it with a naming ceremony. Like, that just... Especially because you also have to remember that, like... Not everybody's the, the, the Yeah, and the way that they presented the movie, which, again, I think they did a really great job for people that didn't didn't read the book like i was able to pretty much like i still get lost on the names and everything but like i can follow what's happening and i understand the political groups and i understand like how all of that fits together and i and i think for like someone coming in from the outside that the way they ended it was much more powerful and it makes me want to know what's going to happen next as opposed to being like okay well here's because that that would have felt more like a resolution. Okay, uh, I get you. The only thing, mm-hmm. when does Paul cry? At the at the at that ceremony. At the ceremony. Yeah, yeah. that's when he gives water to the dead. Yeah, because there's a direct moment that kind of encapsulates him being like the quote unquote Messiah or yeah. for the Lisan Al Gaib. Yeah, and it was basically that he was an awful and he came in and he after he killed Jameis he cried. Or at least shed a tear, you know, for killing his first man and didn't want to do it. Because he, he tried to, as you saw in the movie, he tried to make him yield a few times. And then Stilgar's like, that's not our That's rules. not how we yeah. work. It's to the death boy, you know. And, you know, that's that's basically how it should have worked. And I kind of was disappointed because they didn't have, like, a, him shed a tear, you know. Even if it was such a slight tear, it didn't happen. There should have been one, yeah. Yeah, just something. And then everybody kind of going, yeah, you know, and whispering. It didn't even have to be because it, it, it's pointed really, out. It just, it's just actually really intense small. in the book because yeah. like people like touch his face and shit like that, and every like like they start backing away and like giving him deference at that point, kind of thing yeah. like that. But it's a it's a very it's a huge turning point in the book, and it actually would have been really good right there to have him to have him cry just a little bit, a tear, and then everybody going oh, because again, right. moisture conservation is the biggest thing in these people's lives. Right, I, and, and so I they don't even cry. I understand what you guys are saying, but again, like, the, I just think it'd be interesting. I think that it, that's something like if they open part two up with the that naming ceremony, and that's where like that's he kind of sheds a tear. I think would be better because again, sure. if you had added that to the end of that one. I think people would have walked out with more questions, like why are they freaking out? Like it's whatever. Well, that because they wouldn't have they wouldn't have had enough time to be able to explain all of that. that actually, I think that would have been a good it ending. Out further. I, I mean, that's uh, I would have thought that if they did that and they just had him whisper and then everybody came out of the thing and was like, what the fuck was that about? Like that honestly probably would have that would have made a lot of people go read the books yeah. and then be more excited for the next movie coming yeah. out because I like, mean I need I got answers I got I need I got questions I need answers even part two would be more so of them going like why did you shed a tear and he goes oh you know I just didn't want to kill him and then they go well you you know you gave a water to the dead and that's 
whatever. Big fucking deal. Yeah, and it's huge, you know. And or, or people will be looking at them weird, and then you know, Johnny sits there and says, "Well, you gave a tear to the dead, or you gave water to the dead, and that's a because big thing, you know." Which is a great part in the book because she does do a lot of that explaining stuff yeah. to Paul, what's going on, kind yeah, of thing like that. What it's for? He's not knowing. He's a he's a baby in the Fremen, you know. Oh yeah, but. There are going to be some. There's some. There's a lot of stuff in the book that I'm going to be really interested to see. One, if they even put it all in the second part of the movie, or two, how they do it. Right. Because there's some real interesting, weird stuff that goes on. I'm not. I'm not going to give you too many spoilers because there's some interesting stuff that happens there. Be like, I'm going to be interested to see how one, how they accomplish the visuals of some of it, and two, how they're going to accomplish the morality of some of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was... So there is one small difference in this move, the first move part here that I didn't like from the book. That the Sardukar were obviously Sardukar and were wearing Sardukar uniforms. The whole point is they're supposed to be in Harkonnen uniforms yeah. and look like Harkonnen. Yes. And I, but I do respect one choice for the Harkonnen uniforms. They're supposed to be like bright paisley blue, basically. I'm glad they went black evil, like armor stuff like that they're basically supposed to be like wearing bright bright blue tunics yeah but i think that's why they uh they differentiated them was because well, yeah. people who don't know the books are gonna be lost that there's sarkar in the mix well, with the i know why they had to do it but yeah. it did kind of suck that you're like because it's supposed to be the whole point is that nobody's actually supposed to know the sardaukar there until like duncan idaho starts fighting and goes oh fuck these guys are definitely sardaukar yeah I, it's a, normally a lot easier to kill harkonnens this was difficult yes Mm, they did use laser guns a little bit more than I was expecting too, which I was okay with that. I didn't hate it because yeah. the points they used them at made a lot of sense, but they also didn't explain because again, it's a fast, it's a movie they can't put as much in there. But the whole point is the reason they don't use laser guns is because the Atreides are known for using shields, and if you shoot a laser gun at a shield, it blows up like a nuclear bomb. Yep. Well, ah. it can either blow up like a nuclear bomb. Or it can only localize, explode, localize the explode and kill the person that was shooting the laser gun and the person in the shield. Yeah. And you don't know how it's going to do it until it happens. Yeah. Cool. cool but that's. Cool. But I think the laser guns would be yeah. more useful on Arrakis just because, because people don't use shields because, because they uh, they they call the worms. Yeah. But, but I mean, there's but there's also then they also love that they use the worm, the shields to call the worms to fuck with people too. Visually, the stuff from space. Oh, it was sick awesome. as hell. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I was like, well, this is actually pretty badass. The voice. Uh, they did a really good job showing the voice yeah. as an actual movement and actually in the in the thing. Yeah. The whole Gamjabar scene was pretty solid, too. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. I mean, the only difference is, like, if you ever watch the other ones, like, they actually, like, showed the hand and he visual, yeah. visually saw the hand melting and burning away, you know? Yeah, which gave you a little bit more of, like, the intense agony that he's going through. I don't know if they really fully, like, let people know that, like, how fucked up that yeah. box is. That box was supposed to basically be, like, his flesh and his hand was melting away. That's yeah, how he Just like in the 85 it. movie. Because it actually does it in the Like, they literally... It's bad special effects. But you, but watch, you watch his hand, the flesh burn off his hand, and then you see his bones crumble to dust. Yeah. And that's basically what he's supposed to visually see in his head. And, and then, then, Patrick, Stewart out, like, then Patrick Stewart comes up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the <sighs> casting choices in this one, probably the best ones that they've had, too. Poe yeah. Dameron is... The word Atreides. Uh, Duke Atreides <laughs> loved loved the casting on that one, and I loved how he actually got a little bit. M- we got a little bit more with him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I hate how they didn't do the uh, party scene. Which, oh, oh, the dinner scene? Yeah. That actually, again, because that's really all just about the political intrigue. It would have yeah. slowed down. The, it would have slowed down an already long, pretty slow movie. Yeah, probably. They, they, they kind of skipped straight to... There's a couple of things that they basically went straight from. We're here to... Oh, we're fucked. There, there's a lot in the book that that leads up to it. There's a lot of the political intrigue. There's a lot of the weird stuff like that. We didn't even ex- get to explore the house. They well, didn't even they didn't even get to show the uh, conservatory room that like has enough water in it to uh, oh, have yeah. a thousand to give water to a thousand people on Arrakis. Yeah, and how all the how uh, uh, the the tradies were like, yeah, give water to everybody. Like, just give water. Stop. Because in the in the yeah. book, they're just supposed to be like giving a cup of water out to. The peasants, you know, but because no, there's, there's, I guess the original, basically the original. There's a tradition when basically the rich people get together and have a dinner party. They're supposed to wash their hands in a basin, like an open basin of an water, basin, which is yeah. freaking weird in on Arrakis anyway. They're supposed to wash their hands in a big puddle of water, dry their hands sloppily on a towel, and throw the towel on the ground. And then the servants take those towels and then wring them out and give them to the people in the street. And the duke goes. Uh, that's fucking weird. If we're gonna do it, why don't we just give them the water? Yeah. And then the house, the housekeeper's really mad because she's like, "Well, I was gonna sell the water that I was gonna get off of this to here, and now you're just making me give it away. Now you're kind of a fucking asshole." Yeah. And he goes, "Mapes." And, he, and he's like, "And no, no, it's not shit out mapes. It's, I it's one, shit out no, was... it's it's one of her it's one of her uh, helpers because oh, okay. she would have been like, oh yeah, this dude's cool. Oh shit, yeah, the legends are definitely true. Oh fuck. Now it's one of the people that's like just under her and it's like. Well, I was going to make a bunch of money. And he goes, right, yep. Yeah. And I'm going to post a guard to make sure that it actually yeah. happens. And yeah. she goes, fuck. Yeah. This Duke's pretty fucking smart, isn't he? God damn it. <laughs> I didn't think I'd tell him this and he'd freaking get post a guard. <laughs> That's pretty stupid. <laughs> Though I will say, so Duncan Idaho looked good. Mm-hmm. Was great. I like the co- chast- casting choice of Jason Momoa. It was weird to see Jason Momoa without a beard. Please. It was, that it weird. Was, it was quite odd. <laughs> it was odd. Um, it's weird when you shave. That's yeah, true. <laughs> um, yeah, don't never never do the pedo stash again. Um, It'll probably come back. <laughs> uh, but um, Gurney Halleck, I like Josh Brolin in that role. Like he embodied the he embodied the spirit of the role. Yes, not nearly ugly enough to be Gurney Halleck. And also, he didn't have the giant. I don't remember seeing the giant scar on his cheek. That's supposed to be like red and gross and gnarly and dance around all over his face when he's angry and clenching his jaw and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Gurney Halleck's supposed to be butt-fucking-ugly, basically, because he got beat his whole life and lived in the Sar- Harkonnen slave pits and escaped and then just got cut with every sort of knife on the planet and every other planet in the galaxy. He's supposed to be a lump of a man that is just all fight and all bark but also have a beautiful quotation from the Bible or a song to sing at any point in time. Any he didn't point. sing a single goddamn song. <laughs> he did not get out his ballast once, and he did not sing a goddamn song, and that made me a little bit sad. <laughs> are, we on the, ever will. are we on the Starship Enterprise? I'm confused. No, 100%. That's the only reason that I liked the original casting of Patrick Stewart in the 1985 movie, or the 1980s movie, just because he Gary Halleck is a warrior poet, is what he's supposed to be. He 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 balances the how much of a fucking death machine he is by the fact that he can quote the Bible and sing a pretty song anytime he wants to. Mm-hmm. 
That's another reason that I the the dinner scene was sad because Gurney literally sits in the in the shadows the whole time, just playing a tune. Yeah, and but also like literal mood, mood music because like the Duke gives like the world's weirdest toast and Gurney's like got a creepy tune going on in the background, <laughs> and then he's like, okay, the creepy toast is over, happy music, yeah, <laughs> it's great. And I'm like, damn it, Gurney. Oh man, I don't know. It, Overall, that that movie was it was fantastic. It was, it was really good. It was pretty good. I really liked it. I, I mean, the direction that it took was great. So overall, I'm, like I'm I'm excited for part two. And I, I think part two is going to be fantastic. Here's hoping. I really hope. I'm sure it will be. Because part one was pretty solid. For the yeah. two people who didn't see or didn't read any books and not familiar, do you guys have any questions? Yeah. Is there any? Is there anything that you'd like clarification on? I mean, it, I think the movie explains most of it well enough. The only thing I had issue with previously was understanding why Spice was considered important at all. Oh. It doesn't really explain that in the movie that I can recall. Um, we not, that. not super important. Like they do mention it a couple points in time, but it, uh, it basically it's, it, it does a couple of things. One, uh, if you ingest it, um, it, will, it, it, will, it helps cure diseases and prolongs your life. And also... Um, uh, basically, just it will stop a um, a slew of lesser poisons if you just ingest it. Um, if you ingest enough of it, um, it is the only way possible for them to uh, navigate through space. Um, the guild, the spacing guild, uh, they have um, uh, navigators. Navigators, that's what they are. The guild navigators basically immerse themselves. I think in I the froze space. up. Yeah, I think you did. The guild navigators uh, basically immerse themselves in a huge cloud of spice for their entire lives, and it basically mutates their bodies, but yeah. it also makes them basically able to sort of see the semi see the future, um, so they can actually navigate. They can they can uh, figure out the, n- the way to navigate between the stars when they fold space. Yeah, so they don't crash into anything. And um, also with Mintats, uh, it allows them to increase their computing ability. Because there are no actual computers or thinking machines in this universe. Because where they're at now is because they did have thinking machines at one point in time. And, and the they destroyed perfect. all of them because the AI revolted. And there was a huge a huge galaxy-spanning war yep. to destroy all the thinking machines. Before the thinking machines destroyed all of humanity. Mm-hmm. But Lyrian Jihad. Actually a really good book too. That one was actually written by Brian Herbert, Frank Herbert's son. But based on Frank Herbert's notes. Yeah, but the spice is just highly powerful. And spice melon. It's it's definitely something that's a craving, and you can only find it on Arrakis. And uh, if you ever, basically, if you if you ingest it enough of it, even once, you will be permanently addicted to it. And the only way to get it is because it's on Arrakis. It's mm-hmm. the only place that does it. That's the only place you can mine it. It's the only place you can yeah. find it. For a very specific reason, that will be a huge spoiler, and we will not get into now. Yes. All right. We will leave it alone. We'll, le- we'll leave that one alone. That one's definitely coming in part two. Yeah. 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 But again, if you went strictly by the book, would have happened in part one. They mm-hmm. would have let you know already. But I think it was a good choice not to let you know because yeah, the, yeah. that'll be a good reveal in part two. Yeah. It'll be solid. For people who haven't read the book, that's oh, pretty, solid. pretty good. Solid. Like I said, again, I think they ended it in just the right point. They should have ended it if they're going to do two parts. Yep. And there was no way they were going to not be able to do two parts with the level of detail and 
depth that they're actually doing in this. Yeah. The real question to me is, are they even going to be able to do books two through six? They're doing three, but I think it's going to be Messiah is book or movie three. They're just going to do all of Dune Messiah in book three. They could probably do that. Yeah, I think you can do that in three. Because oh. you could do that. You could do Dune Messiah in one book. Children of Dune would have to be. Children of Dune would probably five. have to be two books. Yeah. yeah, or two movies. And then you could probably do the God, God Emperor. Emperor of Dune. I don't, I don't know if you'd go that far. I don't even know if you'd want to do that for a movie. Yeah, I think you could. I don't think anybody would go see it. I think you premise into you know what would be happening. I think yeah, you movie. could end with Children of Dune into that and be like, oh, and this is where it's gonna go. Yeah, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think you could do books four, five, or six on screen. There's and not well, at least from five and six, and not get an X rating. Um, yeah, it gets a little dirty in five and six. There's a lot of sex. <laughs> a lot of sex. I mean, just like the orgy scene in book one. No, like so. literally, like <laughs> like they start controlling the universe through sex, kind of thing like that. It's it it gets weird. Yay. I don't know if Herbert got into a weird tangent there. I don't think I don't think he got into that. I think he's been leading up to that the whole time. <laughs> he was easing you in. Though it. I will say Frank Herbert's not nearly as dirty as Arthur C. Clarke. <laughs> Clark had some Clark definitely had some weird fetishes, I'm telling you. That's the guy that did two thousand one Space Odyssey. Mm. Also a bunch of other stuff too, but two thousand one Space Odyssey is his most tame one. And a dude turns into a giant baby at the end that uh, can understand the universe, so oh, okay. and that and yeah. that and that's his most normal book. Well, on that note, <laughs> I'm just saying. Come back on Saturday for Gamers Corner. Extra bits will be up on Sunday. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, and also, please hop on our Patreon, Patreon.com/8BitCats. Um, depending on the tier you choose, you can get access to our Discord, early access to our videos, exclusive content. Um, plus, you'd be able to. Uh, watch all of re- us record all of this live um, and comment in Discord, and we might like read your comments. Um, I think we might need to take that off the tier. <laughs> we get to watch our fuckery. That's, fuckery. That's all this is, is fuckery. Until next time, geek out, be fabulous, and have fun! Do I have eight cats? Yes, I do. Do I regret my life choices? Always. But I don't regret supporting 8-Bit Cats on Patreon. Oh, I can't open my mouth.